Well, that's being a bit dramatic. I'm in a rage. I have a reason to be dramatic. Hey everyone, this is Jeff, your GM for Big Campaign Stories. We're on to the second episode of kind of our side campaign, handling the issues that came up from episode 5, when our repo friends delivered a basket as part of a cultural ritual to announce an intent to take out a rival house. To start us off with lightsaber checks, Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing You Know Shit. Ooh, I rolled and got a 9. Hey everybody, I'm Josh. I'm playing Corbin Thus. Let's see what we get. Ooh, shit, dog, that's a motherfucking 20. 50% there, boys. Let's see what we got. <laughs> Average 13 to finish it off. <laughs> Damn. I am Doug, and I am playing Linexalum. I'm going to roll a d20 for my lightsaber and get a 10. So, last time as you guys left off, you guys had decided to pursue after the lawyer that was entangled with Mr. Avori's contracts. Uh, Pepeco is going to go inspect the docks while you guys do so. Is there anything that you plan to do before you head out? No. Grab breakfast. You know, important stuff. Yeah, food would be the first thing Corbin wants. Definitely going to grab some breakfast for sure. Freshen up. Make sure my suit's nice and pressed, looking good still. Being shaven. I'm pretty sure the sweat from sleeping in my suit will help press it. No. Sweat. Gross, dude. (laughs) Why? This is why he always smells. <laughs> it never smells to me if I'm just always in it. I never have to get used to it again. Oh. <laughs> uh, the you just, lo- do you just have a disheveled lawyer look? Is that kind of the vibe that I should be getting? Like, are you just a mess and you just yeah. smell a mess? I've never imagined smells bad in particular, no. But the uh, definitely just not. The suit's nicer than he's treating it. Okay. Yeah, master of contracts, except for the social one. <laughs> Very well. After Pepeco makes you all breakfast, he'll head out, and you guys will head to the light rail to head downtown. So you guys will head down into downtown Dusk Banter, into the business district. Towering buildings of steel and glass, smaller shops of fine clothing and nice restaurants. You'd see a couple signs down here with Pepeco's face, giving it a seal of approval for some of these five-star places. But the tight feel of the city is oppressive compared to the open and welcoming streets of the Sword Eye District, or to where you guys just were, with the hills and the smell of the ocean, in the Saleti District. After going through town for a bit, a labyrinth of concrete, you will find yourself on the sixth floor of the South Raylan Building, at a place called Bold Partners. We'll uh, knock, or just let ourselves in, depending on the kind of door it appears to be. Double-wide glass door opens the middle before you walk up to... A large Arturi, a tree folk, a secretary. You can look around. There's probably about 20 different offices that you can see from this main central floor, all the kind of glass walls, glass doors. Keep this place looking pretty open, as well as a seating area next to some green coffee and whatnot and bottled waters. The Arturi at the front will ask, how can we help you? You know Shin, but my lawyer here is the one who wants to speak to you. And I'll point at Flynn. And I go make a cup of coffee. Yeah, we're here to see Xavier Estable. You can tell him Flynn's here to see him. Very well. Do you have an appointment? Uh, just the one we made just now. 
see him immediately. Very well. Uh, the Artori will press a button and speak into it. Mr. Estebold, there are people here to see you. You'll hear kind of a confirmation on the other side that's somewhat unintelligible. Before a, a mid-height man, slightly balding, but not yet to the part where you should shave it, though his face is clean-shaven, he comes out wearing a fine-made Mithrain suit. He has a black tie and a crisp, dark and red with blue accent uniform. He reaches out to shake your hands. Greetings, gentlemen. Welcome to Bold Partners. I'm Xavier Estebold. How can I assist you today? Uh, he'll motion to the chairs in the middle of the office inside of all the other workers and lawyers. Please take a seat. I don't suppose you've got one with some amount of wall. We're here on behalf of Madame Singari. Oh, interesting. I don't think she's a client of mine. She's not. She's a client of... We're, we're a client of hers, I guess. Well, excellent. I see no reason to conduct this in the office. What right here will do. Sure. All right. Well, it seems like your client... I'll just be, like, loudly sipping my coffee in the, in the side. No <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about your client, uh, Reginald Avori. He's gotten into a bit of a kerfuffle with Madame Singari. I expect you've heard about it. He's gotten into a kerfuffle, you say? Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Um, Like a blood war? Oh, yes, yes, I heard about the wine basket. Yes sent her a wine or well he, he sent her a message via the, the she shot the wine basket look the point is he accepted the contract and now we're here and well we're just wondering if we could just nip this in the bud get him to agree that he'd like to call that off maybe stop coming after all the businesses he's been coming after so you're here as his representation to end his side of the contract i am ed Advising that it would be lovely if he stopped being such a dick. I'll stop. I'll stop sipping my coffee as soon as Lynn finishes saying that. Abruptly, Cor Corbin will laugh and then try to look away as though he didn't just laugh. Yeah. So you've been leveraging your position as his advocate to put him in. Let's just call them slimy deals. You have a preferred term for deals that you don't intend to actually uphold. I'm not sure how I would represent that. Did your client sign these contracts? I, I understand that Madame Singari did indeed sign the contract. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So, fair enough. We'll play it your way. No harm, no foul. You wrote some contracts, you were being very tricky, and you tricked some people. And now they're upset about it, and here's where we're at. So if I can't talk to you, um, what about Reginald's second-in-command? You know where he is? Pay him a visit. Mr. Don is not one of my clients. I am under the impression he lives in the Seleni area. Right. Any more specific? Like an address? You've heard of those. Mr. Exelum, how would you have me betray my clients and maintain my position as a lawyer? Oh, it's fine. He's not your client. You just said. Oh, so I wouldn't have any information as I don't work with him. I guess you'd just be doing me a favor. Well, I'm sure we both want this to be a win-win scenario. If I give you his address of which I do not have, what would be the favor that you would do back? I guess we could just leave. I might consider that a favor. Well, I'm not much, but these gentlemen would leave with me. Yeah, he'll look to both of them. Orba's going to glance back with his arms crossed. Look, man, just give us the fucking address. I'm going to walk over to him and put my hand on his shoulder, and then uh, my familiar from my tattoo will pop out and just crawl over his shoulder around him, my centipede. Yeah, he'll sit there. You can see he's trying to maintain. He's maintaining a composed look as he'll stare back at Flynn. 
I'm not sure Madame Singari will appreciate the attention that you'll provide by killing me. But you seem to be in control of this situation. So what is my next step? I mean, honestly, I'm impressed you're willing to go to bat for your client like this, considering what a pleaseball you are. So we'll let it go there, and maybe we'll just check with the front desk on the way out. Just uh, let Reginald know we're coming for him, I guess, next time you see him. Absolutely. I will alert him to that. I'll allow my centipede to crawl back up my arm and re-disintegrate into the tattoo, and I'll just say, that's a good chap. And as I walk back to my coffee, start sipping again. How important is this guy? Madam Sangari had said that Savrick Don uh, was very vital to maintaining the uh, resource lines and supply lines that give Reginald Devori power. We're comfortable just leaving this guy on a failed shakeup. Cool. It's, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of it, but I'm not I'm not going to just waste your time. Okay. Flynn, do you want to give me proper. a diplomacy check? Total 20. All right. Dirty 20. One <laughs> of them nasty 20s. Xavier Stable will begin to stand up. Uh, if that's all, gentlemen, I have a rather important meeting coming up. Oh, I wouldn't want to keep you from that. Thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely. Top off your coffees and stop by the front desk on your way out. I'll nod and take my coffee with me. Yeah, as he's walking away, he'll answer his HCOM. Oh, absolutely, Mr. Rayland. I'll be there shortly. So he'll walk back to his office. Rayland. Do I know a Rayland? You know the CEO, the head CEO of Amon Advancements, Tyfe Rayland. Runs ah. the biggest corporation in town. All right. wonder if that was script. Does that with every client. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any sleight of hand. I couldn't remember. I'm trying to think about, like, trying to plant a bug on this guy, but I'm pretty sure I'd look like put on his forehead. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, literally put a bug on him for a bit there. <laughs> but he took him back. Like, it's not going <laughs> to report back to us now. Also, I feel like putting a bug on somebody the size of a small cat, maybe less inconspicuous. I guess it could describe it more terrifying for you. <laughs> oh, no. It sounded awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm glad you didn't climb into his ear or something. That, that Star Trek scene stuck with me for a long, long time. God! <laughs> he was yelling out the save he had to make. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking, you bitch. Uh, oh, yeah, th that was good. a tactical strike. I saw you taking a sip. Oh, man. <laughs> it just takes so long for me to figure Oh, that was funny. Oh, shit, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I'm waterboarding myself with Rainier. <laughs> cool shit. Okay. Well, that, um, you know, when. Doug, how did that go? Not great. Okay. No, we didn't make, yeah, make it way there. That's how. I, okay. Yeah, I, I, I have a distinct feeling. I mean, Flynn would leave that going like, that guy might be a better lawyer than I am. Yeah. Yep. Definitely has a better suit. I, I mean, used to have more than one suit. All right. Isn't the M.O. of lawyers just pay me money, I'll do my job? I think the whole, like, the line where he's working for a scumbag, I'm like, man, I'm, even Corbin's like, dude, what are you talking about? He's a fucking lawyer. You're a lawyer. Like, it's money. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think it's I clear like, that if I, if I, if as a lawyer, Flynn's calling another lawyer a scumbag, that means he's lesser than I am, right? I mean, yeah, well, I, I mean, our, we've got a prestigious client, but not maybe the, the head of a mod advancement level prestige. We'll just let it go for now and try to spark up another tree. I'm going to grab some coffee on the way out. <laughs> no sugar, two teaspoons of cream. And we'll um, carefully inspect the carafe of coffee before grabbing one to make sure there's no contract by drinking it. <laughs> apparently that's how these people operate. <laughs> Surprise, you guys are all interns now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yep. 
new campaign. Uh, okay, I guess. So what do we got? We got actually go to second in command. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll check. We will check with the front desk to see if they're willing to uh, arrange a meeting with uh, Don in case he happens to be a client here as well. Not it maybe not Reginald's client, but somebody. Yeah, as you go back up to the front desk, the artorias thing behind it will look up, see you all. Oh, yes. Here's what you asked for, Mr. Exelon. The favor being to call Mr. Estevold right away when the deed is done. Uh, and we'll hand you a slip of folded paper. I will look at the outside of the paper before opening it. Yeah, it looks like one of those uh, legal pads, but torn in half. Hamburger style, not hot dog. Inside is Savrick Don's address, as well as at the bottom. Savior Estevold's HCOM number and a little note. When you're done with Reginald, call me, please. Well, thank you for the assistance. Have a great day. The uh, large artory will nod and go back to taking calls. Yeah, then we'll let the other, the other two gents know. Sounds like Savior Estevold wants another chat after we're done with Reginald, which doesn't seem like he has a lot of faith in his pal there. But hey, we have an address. Let's go check it out. We should probably be prepared in case this is yet another trap by Mr. Reginald Vori. Corbin would not say, yep, this this for sure is a trap. Probably. We've got a tennis racket this time, though, right? For the grenades? Didn't Peck have a tennis racket for the grenades? Oh, that might have been it. So we do, but we not we, we do. <laughs> we three do not. Was that the lyrics for a song? I don't know, man. Then Corbin just sips another sip of coffee. We do, 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 we, 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 do. No? No. Classic hit. Corbin <laughs> waves down a cab. He's not even listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, Empire Taxi will pull up. Where to, gents? Selenity District, please. Are we already in the Selenity District? Nope, you guys are downtown in Dusk Banter. That would have been awkward. Uh, that would have been hilarious. That would have been awkward. You're about an hour away by light rail, or about two hours away by taxi. So I've, I've just ordered the more expensive and longer <laughs> transportation. Is that we what we just I'm go to a train station? We just take us to the train. To station. the train station that takes us to the Lenny District. <laughs> Very the well, top, kid. My legs fell off. <laughs> just walk, drive me across the street, sir. Uh, the snow will start falling in the city as you guys pass through the streets, seeing food vendors as well as the homeless begging for change and alms for those that can spare it. But you guys will arrive at the light rail station, hop on, and start heading back towards the Seleni District about noon or so when you guys get back well from here is this a uh, walkable destination from here the address we've got it is walkable like a mile or less or more than yeah mile or less great okay cutting through then going down stairways and passing on roads about a mile away as you go down cobble streets passing the many white on white houses with red roofs the snow falls a little bit lightly here as you guys are close to the ocean but the cry of goals as you guys approach what is a very nice set of condominiums that overlook the ocean. Savrick Don supposedly has a penthouse suite here on the top floor, the seventh floor. <clears throat> All right. little prep work before we go in there. What do we want to get out of this guy? His life. We're trying to kill him, right? We, is that, that's, we just want him to... Would it be sufficient to get him to stop all of his operations, leave town, or we need him dead? Both when we're looking at... Uh, Boardman is sizing up the, the building, the, the condominiums, just so I have an idea of how the structure of the building is if i threw a guy off a ledge would he hit like a platform beneath it like is it a tier terraced kind of condominium or is it like i so throw imagine, him out a window he's gonna fall imagine it tears away from the ocean so okay. 
So as you go further up, you'd have like yards for people facing away from the water, but inside you'd have a flat out for everyone to have a view without looking down at other people's yards. Or- okay. So, so like one in terms of egress, like if you jump over, you're, you're going down, like there's no natural catch to the person below you. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Double-edged sword, guys. Got it. Double-check my climb skill just now, in case that was a feasible option. Mother, you know what? And with my concealed armor on, that brings my climb skill to a grand total of negative two. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna default to killing him, but it's it's gonna be quicker (laughs) and easier too. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll figure it out when we get to him. Are we staking this place out? Are we assuming this guy's here? Should we just go knock? Is it possible we're just standing in the lobby talking about all this and everybody's holding <laughs> by now? I imagine Minimum this is sidewalk. The, yeah, I imagine this is the talk down as you guys pass by food vendors and whatnot, people yeah. uh, yelling to get salted fish and uh, charred squids and whatnot. Um, but yes, approaching the condominiums, you can see it does have a front desk. It does look like you have to be buzzed in. It is a high-end condominium. We need at least a little bit of a plan. I've got one. Is there someone in the lobby? Yeah, there okay. is a front desk steward. Is there uh, cleaning staff anywhere visible? Or can I see flyers or anything for the company that does their cleaning? Uh, not right now. At about noon, cleaning staff's probably all. Sure. More more of a first thing in the morning or evening thing. Correct. I'm going to whip out my badge and smash it against the window to make sure I grab the front desk's attention and pretty much say, hey, come open the door. Yeah, the human female sitting at the front desk there. Uh, when she looks up and sees the badge, her eyes will go a little bit wide before she'll press the button. You'll hear the uh, as the door is unlocked. Thank you. How many floors are on this? Um, you said the penthouse, but I just want to. How many seven. floors? Cool. I'm going to walk straight up to her. Excuse me, miss. Uh, where's the elevator to the seventh floor? And I'm going to put my badge away as I'm talking to her. Yeah, she'll point towards the elevators. Is there is there a problem, officer? Not yet. We got a call. We're just here to investigate. I'd uh, appreciate it if you didn't make a big hubbub about this. This might not be. Uh, too big of a deal, but uh, you know, we came here to check it out. All right, go and give me your. You're using your badge, so let's go and go and give me your intimidate. Nice. Okay. Twenty six. Very well. Yeah, with the twenty six, she'll. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the second elevator on your right uh, should be open. Okay, he's gonna start walking to the elevator. Then he's gonna stop real fast. Do you guys got coffee? Um, no, no, but I can get some. Okay, could you get some? We might need it. All right, thank you. She'll get up from her desk and uh, head out and around the corner. Awesome. And then we'll go to the elevator. Try to follow into the elevator, pretending to walk like a police. Okay. I'll continue on, and I'll look at her. If she glances at me, and I'll give her a sly little wink. I keep following Flynn. Yeah, I guess you'll you'll toss her a wink as she comes back with three cups of coffee as you guys are getting into the elevator. I'm going to keep the doors open and then grab the coffees, give each a coffee, and then say, thank you, ma'am. We'll be back. (laughs) And then let the doors close. Yeah. It felt how awkward that was. <laughs> it wasn't awkward till you said it was awkward. Now I could see how it might have been awkward. <laughs> I felt, I don't know. I, I felt saw your hands. Cool. You like held your hands out. I, I, classic I you, like, like thing where like you're holding three <laughs> mugs, you know? I felt pretty cool. But when you say it like that, that's fine. In my mind now, all I picture is you holding three mugs and elevators closing. You trying to be intimidating while trying to juggle three <laughs> coffee cups. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, these look low. You know what? Fuck you guys. These are all for me now. I'll be honest. We had coffee, coffee this morning. More coffee at that lawyer uh, place, and now I, I really don't need another cup. 
afternoon now. Keep me up. Uh, <laughs> so Jeff, the the buttons go straight to the buttons go up seven. I would, I would hope this isn't like one of those weird one through seven and then roof. Okay, with my hands full of three cups of coffee, I'm gonna kind of nod to one of them. You guys want to hit the button or? Yeah, I'm gonna hit the button for roof. Cool. We're not going through the front door. Did you want to? I feel like they I did. I really. Lot at that point. I I have. I have a couple All ideas. Right. I, I did want to go to the front door. I hit, I hit them, but... The fun elevator music will come on uh, as you guys will hear these slow dings as you drift up to the seventh floor. Just sipping my coffee loud again. Oh, you did take yours for me? Yeah, I did. I right, would have to you anyways. Thanks, Corbin. I need this. Glenn, did you, uh... Did you want yours? Oh, holy. Okay, if you're... Okay. It's snowing outside. But yeah, once you arrive at the seventh floor... The immediate impression of this long hallway with sturdy wooden doors, well-painted, it is immaculate in here. You can smell, it smells as though it's been recently cleaned, and you probably assume they do this every day, but you guys will drift down the hallway to the uh, Unit 7-9, where you're outside of Saverick's door. Cool. I'm going to knock. What do you think, Corbin? If he doesn't answer, could you kick this door down? Absolutely. But let's give him a chance to answer. Yeah, you'll hear the footsteps approaching. Before the door opens and a uh, human is standing in front of you. Is this guy the guy we're looking for? No, you're looking for Corlian. The butler will answer the door. Yes, how can I help you, Sos? Hello, sir. We're uh, we're here on official business. I'll pull out my secret badge really fast and put it back in to my pocket. We're looking for Don. Don here? Yes, Mr. Don's available. Could you... uh? Could you run and get him for me? We got a couple questions. Or could, does he have a moment to talk? Yes, give me one moment. Uh, he'll close the door, but you don't hear him walk away before he reopens the door. Yes, Mr. Don will see you out on the veranda. Please, follow me. You guys walk into a high-end apartment. Various Corleone pottery and weapons line the walls. A few pictures of Savrick Don, as well as his husband, in their various trips around the world. As you guys will be led through, kind of the from the foyer to the living room. Across to the veranda, where it sits a decent-sized pool for probably four or five people. Sitting out in a chair underneath an umbrella with the snow coming down, Savrick Don and his husband are having some coffee. There is a gladius as well as a gun on the table. As Savrick will stand up, uh, you can see various military tattoos on him. So he'll step over for a moment. Gentlemen. And looks to uh, Corbin for his plan. And this is this is Don? Yep. Savrick Don is here having coffee with his husband. and around noon on the veranda in the snow. Uh, and he stood up to come shake our hands or we're just welcome to come sit down? There's not extra chairs, but he'll motion for his husband. He'll run over and grab some other chairs. Seeing you guys brought coffees, they won't offer them, but Savrick will sit there and gentlemen. How close <clears throat> can we get to these guys? Like, are we right in front of them? Yeah. I need to know if I'm within like coffee throwing and face range or not. You are. Cool. I'm going to throw my coffee in Don's face and charge him. Perfect. So, if you, so how this works, that is, you doing a rage attack at point blank does provoke an attack for opportunity. You will grab the Gladius off the desk and we'll roll initiatives. As he'll slash at you, you'll go to throw the coffee and we'll start. I would like to use a free action to enter to my blood rage too, immediately. Are we in a surprise round or are we just doing raw initiatives where they just ready for so, coffee face so we're rolling initiatives uh but you and him have the surprise round of cool. his combat reflexes come in as you're gonna charge forward and try to hit him with the coffee once you're close enough okay 
and he will take his attack of opportunity on you when you do so. So, as we get back to it, Corbin was about to charge Savrick. Uh, yep. Okay. So, you charge forward. Yep. And our... try to splash him in the face with hot-ass coffee. Thanks to his combat reflexes, he will attempt to do a reposition. Oh. So, as you rush forward towards him, with his gladius in one hand, he uses the hilt, tries to place it towards the center of your mass, uses his other hand to try to grab onto yours to pull you and throw you in the direction he wants. So this is versus your CMD. Okay, cool. 21. He does it. Worth, reposition maneuver is not supposed to allow you to move them into a space that is intrinsically dangerous on behalf of my cohort here, not going over a wall. Correct. Uh, so he will grab you and move you over to this side here. Does my coffee hit his face? If you calm down for a moment, would you like to roll your dexterity range tech to try to hit him with coffee? I would like to do that. <laughs> so it goes. <laughs> All right. I rolled a seven. Uh, very well. <laughs> uh, with the seven, the coffee splashes against the edge of his weapon as he repositions you. Flynn, combat has begun. Yeah. Uh, Flynn quickly looks around for cover and doesn't see any. Just, I'll just step up to his friend and try to use him as cover. And there's a pistol on the table here still, right? Correct. I'm judging my chances of blasting the guy off the edge is low, but maybe I can get rid of that pistol. So he's going to do a quick draw, draw the, the horse pistol, and try to use the bull rush blast to shoot the other weapon. It'll be unattended objects sitting on a table. It is smaller, so it's DC 10. Do it. Perfect. Uh, you'll knock it back 10 feet, shooting it over the edge into the lower down veranda. Sweet. That's it. So Yuno, with Flynn getting up close and personal as he shoots around you. Uh, Yuno's going to start manically laughing a bit <laughs> as he rolls up his sleeves, and he'll just look up from the top of his eyes as he yells Fox 2, and you'll see his two Tomahawk missiles on his tattoos on his arm light up, and two uh, magic missiles will launch at each one of the targets, one of each target. Alrighty, go ahead and roll damage. That's four damage on each. Okay, should be a 1d4 plus one. Uh, oh, so that'd be a five. Uh, with you repositioned, he will then try to bull rush and push you over the edge. He, But he does not. He does not seem to be able to grasp you hard enough to be able to do so. And we'll five foot over. Corbin. Cool. I'm going to whip out my military grade stun baton and I'm going to beat the fuck out of this guy. Let's do that. I rolled a six. You rolled a two. <laughs> you got a six. I rolled a two and I got a six. <laughs> Thanks, Remember Flynn. Somebody at the beginning of the session saying, oh, no everybody problem. just roll 20s and we'll be fine. <laughs> yes. I'm not just here to be a lawyer in the game, I'll be a rules lawyer for you, too. So God, I'll... dude. That would have been great, though. How did this guy make it out of Thus? I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. You're in a blood rage? Yeah. So your strength is 18? Yeah. Okay. You still missed, but you should have a 9, because you did not include your base attack at all. It's true. You should hit better than that. Oh. Oh. All that coffee going <laughs> to his head. Oh, okay. <laughs> shit, roll. that's not it. Oh, no. The roll of a 2 oh. is still shit, but... Yeah, just jittery as fuck. Uh, Severick's husband will step forward, and will also attempt the bull rush to push you off the edge. Perfect. Uh, he does not have the feet, so we will provoke. Beat his ass. I think you can get a three this time if you try hard. Alright, uh, with 20 to hit, you will strike him. 
and roll damage. My quorum is not with you, sir. I rolled a 10 total for damage. Yeah, severe strike across the side. Uh, he's still up. He'll still make his attack roll, but he does not look good. Uh, he is unable to push you as he is still recovering from that stun hit. Flynn. Well, seems like, well, our target's the bigger threat. So at point blank range, but with a target, my friend's target right there, I will rapid shot and semi-automatic. So I think I get three shots, right? Correct. Three shots at a minus six. Minus, minus six for each shot. Mm-hmm. But I'll get a plus one for my coordinated shot because I've got an ally next to him. I'll get plus one for point blank shot. And for weapon focus, net is minus three. Uh, yeah, you'll strike him twice. All right. Ten points total of energy damage. Yeah, he had, he <clears throat> takes the glancing blows across the back, but will uh, stay focused on Corbin at the moment. Uh, you know. Yeah, sure. Let's try this. Uh, I'll look at the one trying to, that just did the combat maneuver around. Corbin here, and I'm going to reach out and you'll see that another tattoo that looks like a flashbang light up, and he's going to cast flashbang, and it's going to be just the spell Daze. What is the save they have to make? Against my LDC? Correct. Which should be what? Uh, 14? Yeah, 14 sounds good. Yeah. What's your cha? Uh, total of 20. Okay, so 15. So 15. Uh, they are Daze. As brilliant lights flash across him. That being said, Savrick will attempt to, once again, push Corbin off the edge uh, as you guys are struggling against the side of the side of the veranda here. Fuck yes. And then, because I have crowd control, and Urban Barbarian gets plus one attack rolls and plus one dodge bonus to AC when adjacent to two or more enemies. Perfect. So, so, yes. I'm, at, so I'm at 20? 20. Okay. Yeah. Just speak through. Oh my god. All right. You got so many hit points, you'd probably live through a seven. I don't want to fall seven stories right now, well, Bant. <laughs> I so, don't think I can do the cop thing again <laughs> through the front re- door. <laughs> remember, you guys are on the side of the veranda, so it's tiered on this side. It's smooth on the other. So you would be knocked down one story. Oh, it's like nothing. Still scary. I don't care. I'd have to. <laughs> I can't cop my way up another. Like it's really <laughs> to be mid fight. I don't see the butler answering the door the second time. You know what I mean? That being said, then, uh, he tries to push off. He cannot. He does position himself over here. Corbin, it is your turn. Which one looks worse for where? The guy in front of me trying to push me off or his his husband? His husband. Yeah, I wouldn't be intimidated by him. I'd keep my focus on the main guy and take another swing. Yeah. This, and it's actually plus eight because... So, this plus eight. Does a 15 do it? (laughs) Uh... A 15, he will dodge. Of course he does. Meaning his AC is 16, but yeah, he is not dressed for combat. It's it's fine. This is this is by fault. <laughs> we we could have had words. All right. Uh, the husband will go into a flanking position. Go ahead and give me an attack opportunity as he will attempt to grab and throw you off. I hey, rolled 20- a 19 for a 27. 27 smashes into him. I feel like a sun baton probably doesn't have a 19 through 20 crit. Uh, no, thank you for keeping me honest. It doesn't, but man, I forgot to even look for that stuff. Here's damage, though. I rolled three total. Well, I rolled three uh, plus four to damage, so seven total. You can see the flower blossom of blood under the ribs taking quite a bit of damage. Uh, he is still up, but does not look like he could survive another hit. Like With the flanking bonus from Savrick, he's able to beat your CMD. 
Yeah, no, hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna get thrown out. Yes, he totally <laughs> does. I have a twenty. Yay! Hey, sorry. Right, audio medium. Hey guys, sorry. Twenty is my CMD. He does it. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Vorian. Well, as your stun baton smashes across his side, uh, he will use that leverage to push pull and throw you off the edge. As you drop down the two stories into the pool, take two points of subdual damage. Into the pool? Of the next veranda below. That almost sounds nice. I'm going to jump off next. Now I'm pissed. (laughs) Uh, Savrick will turn around, blade in hand, as he looks towards both of you. Flynn. I'm going to say, hey, no moving to uh, Don there, and make that a forbid spell. He owes me a will save. Fifteen. He is unable to move. Draw his gun and shoot me or whatever the hell else he's got, but he can't do that. Uh, You shot his gun off the side, so technically Corbin is in the pool with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) All according to plan. (laughs) Um, So seeing the nice nice spell seems to have taken effect, I'm going to walk over here and look over the side to see how bad it is for the guy over the edge. (laughs) All right, so his next turn, he cannot move? Correct. So he cannot take any action that would cause him to end up in a different location. Great. But okay, was, cool. doesn't have to resist being moved by others. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, you know. All right. I'll chuckle, <laughs> and then he'll be like, consider this a favor before my friend gets a hold of you. And he'll reach back up again, and you'll see the same two Tomahawk missiles light up as he yells, Box 2 again. It's two magic missiles launches, one at each target. Go and roll damage for me. That'll be a three. Cool. Alrighty. Saverick is fine, but you'll see his husband, Vorin, will hit the floor. Still alive, but starting to bleed out. Saverick looks angry. I seem to be like, oh, some people jumped me on my balcony. He first, okay, so first of all, <laughs> he had this coming. We're not, we're not the bad guys. We're, well, we're not the bad guys. Okay. We're more of the, in the gray area. We're both bad guys. He's going to grab the patio table, uh, spilling Shit. the coffee, the umbrella, and throw this at Flynn. Oh, no. No, I'm just going to take a table to the face, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, as the umbrella table smash into you, you take nine points of damage. What the? F- Look, buddy, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Corbin, it is a cold pool. As you can are... I, is it, can I, am I in the shallow end or the deep end? Deep end. Fucking damn asshole. But, but it is snowing outside, so you're like on that cover, right? Like that cover you put over pools so they don't get damaged by stuff. That plastic coating. Oh, okay. God, that's so much so, worse than So let me, okay, so, fuck. Uh, I have no fear of falling into a pool, but I have a terrible fear of falling into the plastic on a pool and then not being able to can, get back out of the water again. Can I see his husband's limp body off of the side of the patio? Not at all. No, not not 20 feet down in a pool from a floor below. I, I, can I see anybody over the side? No, you're a floor down. You're... You're not. I well, mean, no, you... I know, but like, if I'm, I'm looking like, I don't know, I don't want to do algebra, but like five feet, I'm laid out. I'm th- like, I could, can I see the band? Like, is there shit? You know what? It doesn't matter. I'm not gonna take the shot. I'm gonna, I guess, like, belly roll to the side of the, the pool to try and get off the pool. Yeah, you can spend a move action to get out of the pool. I'm gonna spend a move action to get out of the pool. If I were to, like, I would like to see if I have a shot on any of them. If I moved to a certain, like distance on would i have any shot or is this just like i just have enough that caught me and really i should just be making my way upstairs right now so you could run to the far edge after this and you could probably get an angle on people standing against this wall yeah that's not 
Yeah, that's not going to be good, because then they just move from the wall. Okay, I'm just going to use a move action and just start hauling ass to the stairs. Okay, so what you mean is you're going to jump through someone's living room to go to the hallway to get to the elevator to go upstairs? Yeah, I'm going to whip out my badge and say official – I'm going to yell official police okay. business, official police business. Okay, well, I'm just saying as far as rounds go and turns, there is a – there is what whatever couple is inside – as a man has fallen from a second uh, seventh story to the sixth story onto the pool, gotten out soaking wet in the snow, uh, you go up and slam your badge against the window, against yes. the patio door, and be like, let me in? Yes. Or is this a burst through their glass kind of moment? Do they have their, do they have their terrace locked? Yes. Actually, you the know what? penthouse, yeah, you know what I mean? That's where I'm going. Well, I was so, like, I don't think it'd so be locked. So floor, it's definitely closed. I will give it to you this. How about this? Go ahead and roll me a d20. Upper is your favor and lower is not, right? Because All right. Yeah, I like this. This is, we, this we is do I'll live, take this. Yeah, okay. we do live in a world where what? creatures what? can Hold climb. And, nice. Boom. I rolled a 12. Yeah, so the nice couple sitting in their living room is surprised by the sopping wet seeker who is in the middle of a multiple rages, uh, yeah. comes running into their living room towards their front door. They don't, uh, they don't react fast enough, of course, besides with the shock and terror as they're watching television as you come streaking through their living room. It, for, for what it's worth, in a co- controlled rage, I take no penalties to AC, and I can still use intelligence, dexterity, and charisma-based skills, so I still am shouting with my badge, this is official ah. police business. But your blood rage? Let me let me pull that up. Okay. Cannot use any charisma, dexterity, or except acrobatics, fly, intimidate, or ride. Can I say it aggressively? <laughs> Oh yeah, you could just come in there screaming like I'm a police as <laughs> you I wanna do that. <laughs> I mean, on the sixth floor, 120 feet off the ground, as you come exploding through there, but you did open the door, which is nice, into their <laughs> living room. Yeah, they're not gonna stop whatever whatever seeker business you're on clearly is very important. <laughs> Ooh, I just beeline it to their front door. Hopefully I don't get lost in their house. No, luckily it's the same setup as the uh awesome. condo above, so Awesome. Uh, the husband bleeds out more. Flynn, you've been struck with a table. The snow is drifting down across you in, in the middle of the afternoon here as you are engaged in combat on this veranda. The hell? Shoving the table off to the side to start shooting. Since it appears that uh, Bourbon's figured out his getting back upstairs. But I'll <laughs> take a few more shots at uh, this guy's face. You will hit him two more times. Flynn looks unhappy that he's still standing up. He'll take a look at the pistol just to verify it's actually shooting the bullets. <laughs> like uh, no, you are striking. You can see that uh, it looks like Savrick is fueled by anger and fury at this moment. You know. You know going to smirk and be like, ha ha, my kind of meeting. And he's going to put his hand on his chest and he'll, you'll hear him say, iron skin, as you see the sleeve of a dragon scale tattoo lightly shimmer as he casts his mage armor on himself. Nice, and, dude. And I'm going to move over here to flank a bit. All right, with the gladius in hand, uh, Savrick descends upon you. Says, you came to my house. Uh, the gladius will slice across you. Yeah. Uh, in his rage, he does 10 points of damage. Corbin. Yeah, I'm going to double move through the staircase to get to the seventh floor as fast as possible. You will burst into the hallway. Uh, going through the door, you see the elevator at one end of the hall, you see the staircase at the other, and start moving towards the staircase. Yep. Alrighty. Knowing that my colleague pressed 
all of the buttons before we walked into this place. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time. Oh, hey, Vorin. I wait we were leaving to do that. <laughs> it might be a boon. It might be a bane. We don't know yet. <laughs> Flynn, you are tucked into a corner with this angry man slashing at you with a gladius. <clears throat> okay, bud. That's a little much. And as he says that, his eyes begin to glow with a yellow light, making him a bit more rat-like in his appearance as he invokes the uh, healing judgment. So that's, though, a swift action. And then I don't like being in the corner, so I'm going to move away from it, which will, you know, provoke. But at least there's mobility. Count on. Uh, he will slash at you with a 23. With mobility, 23 is my AC. No, wait. I get a dodge bonus. My AC is normally 20. Just looking at it across the thing. So 24. Oh, excellent. Okay, perfect. I do not deal you 11 more damage. That's great. Uh, I'm going to hop over here, and this time I will try to... Well, I shoot him with one shot, but I will add the bull rush in. On the off chance, it makes him fall into a pool as well. Because it's funnier if Corbin has to get back up here only to figure out the guy has fallen down there. Uh, so, gunshot. Not minus three anymore. Should be a net plus two. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, so with a 22, Saverick Don goes flying over the edge. So he takes one whole point of damage, but goes blasting over the side. He takes six subtool. <laughs> Brutal that pool. I don't know what so, I don't know what Corbin did in than there. Any of my gunshots have been. So <laughs> yeah, far. I don't know what Corbin did, but that pool is way harder to be in. <laughs> All right, that's it. You know, you are up here standing on the veranda with your good buddy Flynn and a passed out Saverick Don's husband. You know, going to move to the edge here, and uh, would uh, Don be able to, if I wanted to jump down, I could land on him, or is he like pushed far away from? Uh, so he is in the pool. Uh, he is on that plastic sheeting as before. Uh, you can definitely jump down, try to land on him. Jumping down is not a problem. You'd go ahead and basically give me a CMB check if you're trying to land on him. Yeah, we'll try. I'm going to try and land on him to maybe hopefully crush some ribs. And you know, is a fish person, right? Am I remembering that correctly? Well, he, he's like the sorcerer branch, is the Naga bloodline. Oh, actually, kind of is. Okay, great, great. Yeah, serpent-ish, yeah. I was just thinking, I mean, if you're like part alligator, this is a really good spot for you to have him in. <laughs> if like the rest of us, you have to breathe air, it's a little bit less good. I would like to, uh, like before I jump down, I draw my uh, Kabuto dueling dagger, though. I get, I can attack him with it, but just have it in my hand with me. Said CMB? Yeah, we'll do CMB because you're trying to push him into the water, right? Like what? Are, I guess how about this? What is the intention of the? Well, he's landing. He's on the tarp, right? Uh, on the pool, you said. Yeah. So he's on the tarp on the pool. Yeah, I'm just gonna attempt to uh, inflict either a stab wound or as much damage as possible when I land, but hurting myself, I guess. So I'll do the attack roll. I like that one. Okay. Will it just be with my soul knight blade? Correct. So it's your base stack plus your strength mod. He's not gonna have decks because though this guy is a trained military fighter, he is not prepared to defend himself from an aerial attack while in a pool. Okay. Be an 11 to hit. <laughs> an 11 will hit because he is in a rage. He is in a pool. He does not have his dexterity. And with a 6, you stab the shit out of him. The pool t starts to turn pink as a nice rosé fills the area around you guys as he is in the pool with you with his Corleone Gladius, you with your Kabuto dueling dagger, and we cut to his turn. Luckily, both of you guys have piercing weapons, so you're not impeded by water. 
for the stabbing of each other. He'll attempt to drive this Gladius into your side. That's not great. That's not good. <laughs> with a natural 20, he 100% hits. Uh, with a 21, does he confirm? Oh, my armor class is 20. So in his angry rage, as you guys wrestle in the pool underneath the uh, plastic now, he will stab you for 24 points of damage. Uh-oh. How many sorcerer hit points have you got left? I hope it's some. I'm definitely unconscious. Do I have conversion on that or no? Because it's uh, You do have conversion on that. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm excited. I, I might get to use the uh, death rolls I made for the other campaign on you guys. I am dying. <laughs> yep, I'm dying. I'm out. That's, my hit points are 12. <laughs> All right. Abdul's only like plus three. Not lethal conversion, sorry. You have 12 what? hit points total? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you've, you've got no con. 12 I guess total? That, that sounds too low. <laughs> Con's 14, guys. <laughs> You're level right. three. Okay, so so you got so, you, so your con's fourteen. He's the, he's so that's a plus two. A Pl- plus two. That's six. What's yeah. your hit die? It's a d six. Yeah. So six, twelve, eighteen plus six, twenty four. You're down to you. You've taken twelve points of damage. Twenty four total. Right. Twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm on death saving rolls. Never would I play a character that has less than 30 hit points. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I can't uh, even J- imagine. Josh, don't be a dick. Your con is more hit points than he had. Your constitution is as though he took the toughness feat after oh. three levels to equal what your stat is. And your, your flying stab attack was beautiful, but I am saddened by that part where you, um, you would then attacked him with your neck. Yeah, so as the Gladius slices into your lower stomach, water of the pool will turn a brilliant red as the world goes black for you. Uh, that was standard action. As a move action, Savrick will get out of the pool. Corbin, as you run up the stairs, you are now on the seventh floor. I don't know what the hell is going on, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and shoulder charge the door. Perfect. Give me a strength check. Hell yeah, that seems like what I would do in a rage because I'm pissed off. I just got thrown off a fucking building. Well, that's being a bit dramatic. I'm in a rage. I have a reason to be dramatic. Does a 20 do it? Uh, yeah, the butler slides across the floor as he slams into the couch as the door shatters open as a angry, wet Corbin is standing there with... What do you nope. see, your character? I saw him dripping wet, really pissed off with his fists clenched. I guess now towering over a butler. Totally fine. Cool. Towering, towering over a butler soaking wet with a stud baton in hand. Butler's on the floor as you shattered into this room. Can't what, hear many? anything going on on the veranda, Okay, but you'll be there next turn. Flynn, you hear the door inside shatter open. You hear the thud uh, as you're standing here by yourself, it seems, on this cold veranda with the snow falling down, accumulating on uh, Severick Don's husband. Well, if he's already gotten cold enough for snow to accumulate, nothing I can do for him. The stash the pistol and just try to walk over and lift the table as I go past it to throw down at him. <laughs> I am totally down for this. You move across. Okay, so storing weapons, easily done. Uh, you move across, use your swift action to grab the table. Uh, yeah, go and give me a ranged attack throw okay. as you chuck this uh, table from the upper floor. I'm sure what. This is just raw range. I theoretically have point blank attack, but Doug, please. Yeah, so it's base stack plus dex mod. Yeah, I rolled, rolled an eighteen. <laughs> Hell yeah! Rolled, no, rolled an eighteen. <laughs> All right, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Grabbing onto this table with the umbrella, you chuck it. 
Uh, it's a D8 for the improvised weapon, but it's a D8 plus yeah. your strength mod. Oh, so D8. Uh, you can see the pool turning red, uh, the floating bodo, body of Yuno as it's descending into the depths of the pool as Savrick is oh. standing there crawling out of the pool as you chuck a table at him. Oh, one. <laughs> one entire damage. I mean, maybe appropriate for it. At the very least, I'm, a, I'm applying a uh, an irritation. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a look up as he gets hit with his own table. As, as definitely, table. definitely just flipping the bird down there, be like, yeah, you. Uh, you know, the world is dark, is cold. There is a bit of warmth. Can't quite feel your legs. Going to give me a Constitution saving throw. Now we have two problems going on here. One, death saving throws, which are important, but also drowning rules. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, if you round that. <laughs> Constitution check. Let's do this. So, uh, with a five iron constitution check, uh, you begin to drown. You are at negative one. Cool. If you fail this check again, you die. Awesome. All right. That being said, as uh, Yuno drifts into darkness, surrounded by neon centipedes, small tomahawk missiles, visions of a forest they left long ago, the jungle, and a single glowing light flying above it. Corbin, as you streak across, leaving the butler behind on the floor. Uh, you come out here onto the veranda, seeing just a pool, an unconscious body on the ground, and Flynn looking over the edge. I would like to, when I get out of the veranda, I'm going to be very confused. He's going to assess the situation, and then, true to Crooked Cop manner, he's going to drop his rage, draw his pistol, and I would like to walk up to the husband and hold him over the... Uh, hold him over the banister and talk to the other guy that's still alive with a gun to his head and say, Hey, and yell out, Hey, you ready to talk now? Okay. If, if you're going for save my dude, save the husband or we'll just do a diplomacy. Pl- okay. Yeah, okay. Cause then that means there's a trade, right? That's yeah. Hey, you do this. I do this. Uh, if you're just trying to get his attention, then it's intimidate. I rolled a nine for a total of 17 on a diplomacy check. All right. With a 17 on a diplomacy. Though you're out of rage, he isn't. Okay. And he does not have a controlled rage like you do. Don't forget, when you end your rage, you are fatigued for a while. Flynn. All right. Sorry about that. Okay. So I'm going to pull out the scroll of pure light wounds that my reactionary background that I was going to need tonight. Excellent. Today. You were prepped for it. I understand. Prepped for it. I then want to somehow combine leaping into the pool with casting that so I can hit him with it this turn. Okay. So can I uh, prep it here on my hand and then like jump into the pool with a hit him with it? It's a little bit uh, spring attack with a spell. So I'm totally fine with spring attack with a spell. I am I am a hundred percent fine with this. You grab the scroll, jump off the side. I'm not going to make you have a acrobatics check or anything, just like I didn't for Yuno. You're hoping to Flash hit... down and take some damage? Uh, no, I didn't do any damage because you guys did a controlled fall, right? Sure. So into a easy enough to jump into a pool and not hurt yourself. People do it all the time. So yeah. as <clears throat> as Flynn leaps off the side of this uh, into the pool with a scroll in hand, you're able to slap the drowning body of Yuno, restoring him for eight hit points. Shove him towards the surface. Uh, perfect. So we're going to then treat his next constitution saving throw with an aided bonus. Sure. Because you're out of actions. Yeah. Uh, you're still trying to beat a 10, you know? 
but you've restored the hit points part. So we're taking away your last failure as the hit points have come back. So if you fail this, you're back down to negative one because you're drowning still. You're still unconscious, but it is your turn. Sounds dreadful. Okay. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck. Nice. All right. With a natural 20, the darkness coalesces as you bring in the neon centipedes, the glowing light, the jungle all pulls back into you as you snap together in blood red water, looking at the gorgeous face of Flynn Exlib, holding a scrap of paper as you come back to cough up some water. Great performance. Couldn't stick the landing. <laughs> Savrick runs inside the building, disappearing from view. Corbin. Is there uh, any of those like like poolside chairs, you know, where you lay back, right? You can kind of sprawl out. Are those around here anywhere? Uh, no, not right now. It's wintertime. Okay. Then I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the husband by the hair. Is he stabilized there, or still bleeding out? Uh, he's stabilized, but th- there are a couple of like basic chairs, like normal yeah, chairs, right? That's okay. I think this one's, I, I think, uh, this, this is what I want to do. I want to grab the husband by the hair and drag him to the wall that's farthest away from the glass where I'm assuming Mick Rage Don is going to burst in. Uh, and I want to sit behind his propped up husband and I want to pull a gun to his head and I want to wait for the husband to burst through the door. Okay. Oh, and ready in action for if he tries to charge me, I'm going to shoot his husband, obviously. Okay. Flynn. You are underwater. I'm going to work on being less yeah. underwater. Yeah, easy enough move action to get out of the pool. Because you and Yuno are both sopping wet and cold. <laughs> Sitting out on the uh, on this poor couple's deck that has had literally everyone run through their living room at this point. Oh yeah, they have police business. They have the guy who's just screaming angry in his tank top with a fucking sword. <laughs> Uh, and now they look out, and there's two more dudes crawling out of their pool. <laughs> Shit happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess um, follow? Yeah, get, just getting out of the pool is going to be, I guess, most of it. Double check, look over and make sure that you uh, knows are right. And then where did our uh, the other guy just ran in through the living room? Yeah, the, the patio door is still open from Corbin. I'll, I will begin giving chase. Uh, yeah, your move action puts you once again in the living room. Uh, following the sopping trail of wet people that run through this couple's yard all the time. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. run through this couple's living room. You know. You know, we'll uh, get out of the pool and then coughing up some more water, fixing his clothes, make sure it's neat. He'll pull out his heavy pistol and follow Flynn. All right, Corbin, you are standing out here. There's nobody. It's it's a quiet afternoon. The snow is falling. You look behind you, you can see the city. You can see the district of Seleni. The houses, you can see the people down below going about, pushing around salted cod and burnt squid. Uh, you can hear the cry of gulls, the sound of ships in the dock or in the bay. It's really quiet out here right now. Almost peaceful. What's old man Jenkins doing in the fucking house? Do I still see him on the floor? No, not at all. Do I see him at all? No, that is inside the house. Okay, so then <clears throat> do they not have glass windows going out to their penthouse veranda pool area? Is it just actual walls and just a door? Yeah, it's not all glass. Okay. Then I don't see old man Jenkins. Okay. And then, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and listen to this guy's wispy, <clears throat> blood-curdling attempts to breathe with a gun to his head. Yeah, he's stabilized, so the the breathing is shallow, but it is there. Okay. 
Uh, Flynn, as you come into the hallway here, hmm. go ahead and give me your perception check. 25. There you see a wet trail going to the elevator. You also see a wet trail going towards the stairs. But the fresher of the two is going to the elevator. And the elevator wouldn't happen to still be open, waiting for people to get inside? It is still open, waiting for people to get inside. Though there appears to be nobody inside. Well, I'm not sure what that means. I'll go to the elevator, if that appears to be the more recent one, and at least take a look at it. Yeah, with the 25, you are able to, as you start to approach, you can see that uh, Cyber Dawn is pressed against the ceiling of the elevator, sword in hand, waiting for somebody to enter, to drop down on them. So if I can see him, can I just shoot him then? You can. Sweet, I'll shoot him. Quick draw the force pistol and blast. Blast, I say. So I got an 18 to hit for four damage. And then I guess maybe stick a foot in the door of the elevator if I get that close. So as you break into the hallway, uh, you'll shoot and clip him as he will drop to the floor. Blade in hand, staring at you, ready to go. You know. I'll stumble into the hall, following yeah. Flynn. Yeah, you'll bump into Flynn as he's clearly stopped and open fire in the hallway. As you can see, Saverick bleeding, wet, with sword in hand, about to rush out of the elevator towards you guys. All right, then I'll aim my already drawn heavy pistol, attempt to shoot Everett. Perfect. Be a 22 to hit or 7 damage. Hell yeah. The bullet pierces into him. Uh, though he's bleeding profusely, he does not seem to be done and will charge Flynn. With a charge, he swings the gladius wide for 9 points of damage. All right. So bad at my job right now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think finding an unconscious person and threatening them is really right in the cop's wheelhouse. It's not it's not a nice. It is. <laughs> well, you know what they right. say, all all Corbins are bastards. Oh, boy. Take cab all day. <laughs> uh Corbin, it is your turn. The quiet of the snow. You know, it's only a couple weeks till the Winter Festival happens when people puts up, start preparing for the holidays of the Saints. It's a nice place. So Corbin's going to look around, holding the guy. This is now, you know, 12 seconds in, and he's going to think to himself, fuck, I got up here faster than that. And then he's going to hear Flynn's gunshot, and he's going to say, fuck, they're fighting down below, and he's going to throw the body off of him, and then he's going to run and jump over the edge back into the pool he just came from. Uh, yeah, as you let go of Vorin, you take off sprinting, jump over the edge, and these poor people, as somehow the same guy from before is now going to come through their apartment again. <laughs> and they're like, they're terrified on the couches. Gunshots are in the hallway. The door hasn't been closed at all <laughs> on either of them, right? The cold winter air is coming in through their patio. The front door has gunshots and screaming. Uh, <laughs> Flynn, you're now in close combat with uh, Savrick Don. <laughs> yeah, I will. As you, um... as you land on a table in the pool, why is there a table in the pool? Why, right, just... why is this here? <laughs> I uh, just pull a, a knife from my belt and stab at him with a melee attack. The 25 to hit. Ooh, girl, you are rolling that wonderful. For uh, five. five <laughs> Sounds Alrighty. like a low number, but it's still actually higher than any of my guns. Anything else? I will just kind of five foot step sideways to make some more room 
to make room for other folks to join me should they feel so inclined. You know. Uh, seeing him charge my compadre, uh, I, I think I would follow through tracking him. And uh, after seeing Len here move away, I'm going to fire another shot at him. He will take an attack opportunity for you shooting so close. Because you guys are in the hallway, right? Uh, and will slash back with his, with his gladius, doing 13 points. Jesus Christ. I am unconscious again. <laughs> All right. Yep. What, are you, what are you negative? Blood sprays the inside of the wall as the gunshot goes off, shooting through the ceiling of the sixth floor into the seventh uh, as he turns towards Flynn. That poor butler just got shot. I know it. <laughs> okay. Calm down. 15 does not confirm, but 29 does hit. Yeah. Okay. Doing eight points of damage okay. as he drives the Gladius into you. Corbin. Jesus. Okay. So move action <laughs> to get out of the pool in a very fatigued frustrated and wet and angry would-be cop marches his way through the house looking at the civilians saying uh, police business while he's holding his gun walking very angrily towards the front door and say we just want to talk Don we just want to talk with his gun up as you storm through the living room the older couple uh, looking on in horror with blankets drawn up to their noses uh, as you get to the hallway, which is splattered with blood, you see Uno on the floor, Flynn against the wall, being stabbed at with the Gladius. Flynn seems to be defending with a knife. I will uh, take another attack with the knife this time. Uh, a 20 to hit. Do seven damage. Yeah, you can see Savrick right now at this point. He's bleeding out profusely. He does not look good. Even if, let's say, he were to win this, you don't think he'll survive this. Uh, you know, go ahead and give me that constitution saving throw again. Ah, uh, come on, Naga God. Ten. Yeah, dude. Why are you taking so much damage? Wish I had a tank. Yeah, I don't. Me too, man. Me too. I took some. I took two some duel earlier. That hurt a lot. I don't know why me and Flynn decided to do this as a duo. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a ten, but you do have the penalty from your negative. Uh, so you do lose another hit point. The staggered Savrik will attempt, using the final rounds of his rage, uh, will attempt to both stab you and punch you. Whoa. Uh, he misses hard with the Gladius. Basically enough blood loss, unable to maintain his composure. Uh, his blade goes far and wide, slipping from his hand and landing on the floor. Uh, as he'll swing at you with his fist. Flynn sees the, the, the sword go to the floor. Turns back with a mouthy quip. Like, looks like you're getting a little clumsy. And then just punched right in the face. Yeah. Punched for eight. Is that all non-lethal or is that a mix? Uh, that's lethal. Corbin. Okay. So I'm just going to shoot him. This is with the minus twos. I rolled 14 plus six, so I got a 20 total. Totally hits. I rolled a six nice. Nice. for damage. As he smashes you across the face, Flynn. Anger in his eyes, fury and rage pulsing through him. Uh, you will see his chest blossom red as he grabs onto your coat and falls to the ground. I mean, I guess it was already covered in blood. Finally! Fuck! Yeah. And, and we end this session in the hallway with Savrick Don dead, Yuno unconscious, Flynn up but wounded, and a very tired Corbin having put a bullet through his strongest opponent yet. 
Hey guys, this is Josh signing off for today. Once again, a huge thanks to Jeff for letting us players have a food fight with this gourmet dish he calls Big Campaign, and allowing me to help edit some audio love for all of you listeners. We'd also like to send a special thanks to Nihilor for letting us use his music. The track used for the intro and outro is called An Unwavering Will. Play fair out there, guys.